Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, October 3, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? First, let's state the obvious. She's making lower lows. In fact, this low here where Mrs. Market made a low about a week ago last Wednesday that was eclipsed today on the downside and closed below. She's hovering around right above that 200 period moving average. What we're going to do in this video shortly is give you the reasons why this 200 period moving average may be more than meets the eye. First of all, it's the last moving average in the line of defense. However, it serves another purpose, not by itself, but that general price area. You know how we always talk about markets breaking out, coming back to test out an area broke out from or broke down from? Well, this is one of those circumstances. So I'm going to show you why this 200 period moving average, or at least that price area, is what we like to say in the trading parlance, uber important. Let's use 418.31. Where do I get that from? It's a little bit below that 200 period moving average. Look over to the left and you'll see here that the market ran up to that place and was summarily rejected, went back down, tried to recapture it here, failed again, tried it here, failed again, tried it, popped their head above, failed again, one more time and finally the market breaks out so this to me or from where i sit was the spot that they actually broke out from on the way up now you can make a case maybe a different number in here but it's all close enough to let's just call it 418 419 in that ballpark we don't have to get it to the penny when we're having a discussion about where the market broke out from from a longer term perspective it doesn't really matter to the penny we can refine that down and we do refine that down from an intraday perspective those numbers are found inside the numbers they're discussed and found inside the numbers live room so from a intraday perspective and a precise number perspective we'll have the numbers wednesday morning but this one you might want to put this down on a sticky note what's more let's take a look at something else from a technical and a chart perspective this was a piece of unfinished business 421.82 a piece of unfinished business on the chart last wednesday they came up close they bounced away it's a very simple gap that's all it is it's over here from the first of june and today they filled the gap and guess what they did they were not able to ricochet off the gap they closed below the gap that's the market's way at least from where i sit of telling us hey the gap really wasn't the destination came up short to fake some people out a week ago filled it today closed below as long as they're below the door is open for the 418 and change number get back above this gap and it's temporarily off the table until they're back below the gap they close below the gap today therefore this whole thing we just talked about underneath the 200 period moving average 
is active. If they pop back up tomorrow, if they gap higher on the open, then it's no dice. But while they're below this gap at 421.82, 418 and change is active. Are they going to hit it to the number? Not necessarily. Sometimes they come up short. We've seen that. We saw it last Wednesday. Sometimes they spike them through. I give you the numbers. We're not going to split hairs over pennies. What else do we have that's important on the chart? Just to reiterate, so we're all on the same page in the same book, we have a head and shoulders pattern that is beginning to, it is in the process of playing out to the target. What's the target? 406.65. Again, same routine. Sometimes they come up a few cents short. Other times they spike them through. I give you the number that came out of the calculator by the way it's calculated in terms of the textbook definition of the head and shoulders pattern. We're not going to split hairs over pennies. Is it customary or non-customary for them to get to the head and shoulders target right when they break the neckline all in one shot without wreaking havoc on traders trying to trade it to the downside and the answer is well look what happened here last Wednesday made a low had a rip back up Friday they gapped higher collapsed back down expect more of that they have yet to retest the neckline of the head and shoulders pattern right now they did it one day after it broke but that's not to say they can't make another attempt there will be rip your face off rallies on the way down that's the way the market works. Write that down. Put it on a sticky note. Let's go back to the 418.30 area. I've adjusted the trend line down back below that 200 period moving average. Let's see what the weekly chart says. You have a 100 period moving average. You can't hardly see it here. It's right above or right on top of the 418.30. So there's no accidents or coincidences there's also a 50-period moving average upsloping into that area. Expect this area to be garden variety of chart support, not just from a daily chart perspective, but also from a weekly chart perspective. By the way, how about a monthly chart perspective? What do we have down here on the monthly chart? You have a big-time monthly chart, breakup candle low, coming in at 416.79. They don't have to get to the low. They come in the neighborhood, the vicinity of the low. And what do we say? They ran a test in the neighborhood of the low of the monthly chart breakup candle. It's in the same general ballpark, 418 and change. Maybe it's a little below. Maybe it's a little above. That's the general area from a monthly chart, weekly chart, daily chart. When three guys tell you you're drunk, go take a seat. They might be right. Write this down, put it on a sticky note. We looked at this yesterday. I also talked about this in the On the Docket morning publication. This morning was limited beliefs that prevent trading profits. That comes from the psych ward section down below. Think in pictures. We had the 10-year treasury. This is the interest rate yield. We had some reconomics and a bunch of other stuff. Now, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, there's going to be a poll in here about trading, your issues with trading. We're going to answer questions. We're going to get to see where everybody is in terms of trading issues, day trading issues, psychological issues centered around trading. We all have psychological issues. I'm actually what they call bonkers. I've got my own psychological issues. 
but we all have trading issues. We all have to constantly work on them. We're going to have a little poll and on the docket tomorrow morning. Might want to make sure you're part of this publication. It's on the docket.mystrategicforecast.com. There it is on the docket. Sign up. So write this down 4.89%. I have a sneaking suspicion. While this isn't going to be the end of the rise in interest rates, I have a sneaking suspicion that will culminate into an event that looks like this. Market hits about 4.89%. Maybe it spikes to 5. 10-year yield. Likely to stop going in the upward direction around that place. Likely to find a reaction back in the other direction. You're likely to get the equity markets moving back up at the time the 10-year and other yields decide to pull back and have what they call a relief rally back in the downward or southern direction. Put it on a sticky note. 10-year yield. 5-year yield. I've got 4.855%. Maybe they spike it a little bit. This should be an interesting place. Two-year yield, 5.282%. Another interesting place. I did the work in yields. What about inside the numbers? Anybody make money today in the live trading room? Go ahead and post that under the video. Let's hear about the whopper on the short side that the entire, I shouldn't say entire, but a lot of members in the live room got a hold of a whopper junior whopper, a great short trade this morning. It was what we call a free ride. And it was centered around something interesting. I'm going to show this to you. It was here in the early morning notes. 424.40 was unfinished business from yesterday. It was unfinished business from last week. It's important stuff. When I see that, it goes to one of these, I've seen this routine before. They're going to finish the business. They were down there peeking their head, finishing up the business during the pre-market session today, we did have some traders that bought down there in the pre-market for the bounce. And I saw the price action in the pre-market. I know what happened over the last several days around that price. It's unfinished business. They're going to go get it. We had that discussion first thing this morning in the live room. What I want you to do is pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double check the work. Because what I'm going to do, and all the numbers are in here, everything you need is in here each and every day from a numbers and a commentary perspective. This is your tour guide information. What I'm going to do is give you a walk down memory lane from this morning and let you know exactly how this thing played out. What I said in the live room was traders can short around 426 426.16, I believe, was the exact number I used. I said they spike above 416. They can push up a little bit, but it's not wrong until they get above 427.37, I believe, was the number. There's your red line at 426.16. Market opened all the way down here. Opening print happened to be 425.06. Instead of completing the unfinished business, they went up to fake everybody out. Now, here's exactly what I said in the live room. If they go up to around that 426 area before they come down to finish the unfinished business, there's still a short in there to come back down. If they get above 427.37 and start pushing above, closing candles above, then the unfinished business is going to stay unfinished, at least while they're above. 
We got a little help from the 10 o'clock data release, and that's D-A-T-E-R, data release. It was, I believe, this morning, the JOLTS data, whatever the hell that is. Technically speaking, we don't really give a hoot what the data is. We just care if the market reacts around the data and it helps them get to or away from certain numbers heading toward an opportunity. We were happy to have the JOLTS data be our opportunity. You could see what happened pretty cut and dry. Traders got a nice sleigh ride down, took profit along the way. They knew the areas to take profit and therefore they had what's called a free ride. A lot of mucho dinero made in the live room this morning on the short sleigh ride. The rest, as they say in the trading parlance, is history. Here's 421.82. We could say that was an exit today from the short side perspective. Traders in the live room had what we call somewhat of a bonanza. If you want to see what that's all about, there is a seven-day free trial. Yeah, I said free you got to come and see what it's all about. Listen to me for a few days. Describe the markets. Describe the setups. Talk about market psychology. Walk you through the trades. Walk you into the trades. Walk you out of the trades. Take profit along the way. Protect the profit with doing X, Y, and Z. All this stuff is discussed, is taught in the live room. We have a real solid bucket full of of experienced traders in there. We have traders that know a whole lot more about stuff than I do. We have traders in there that provide information that you can't just get elsewhere for the benefit of the group. It's really a fantastic little community. What about Camp IWM? They're working on this pivot, this pivot. This is important. You give this stuff up, there's a whole nother leg lower coming, but there's also a target for this particular head and shoulders pattern, does anybody know where the target is? I'll wait. It's hard to pinpoint it exactly to the penny, but it's at 164 and a half. We'll call it 165, 164 for argument's sake. There's your target situation for the completion of this head and shoulders formation. One bounce. I find it hard to believe that they'll come straight here without another rip-your-face-off rally to shake out some of the short traders. They don't really want a plethora of short traders on the ride all the way down to target. The job of the Trick Trap Fool and Frustrate Crew is to make sure that they, A, wreak havoc, don't let you in whenever they can possibly manage it, shake you out along the way, and make as many traders and investors look like fools as much of the time as possible. By the way, don't think for a minute this has to be the end. In fact, the end end of the decline. They can bounce the tape here. You could have a tremendous rally from this area. But think about where you are. This is a weekly chart. This is a low. This is a low. If they come back to retest the low, while well, they can bounce off it. But what happens if they break the lows? Guess what? You revert to the monthly chart and you say, wait a minute, I know what's going on here. This is a big time channel formation. It's a bearish wedge that if they break it to the downside, this is a conceptual channel. If they break it to the downside, there could be an entire new leg lower. This is a monthly chart. This could take years to play out. However, we have to be aware of it. A, there's a lot of support down there. 
B, they can break that area. Don't have to do it all at once, but just know where you are on the chart. It's uber important. Now, what about the folks down at the transportation department? Let's look at this objectively. They came down and they bounced off the 200 period moving average. That's textbook stuff. They gave you the bounce, came right back down, which means a failure. Now they're below, they close below. That's a bad signal from a daily chart perspective, but we have to see what else we have. Are they coming in to an important area? Well, looks like they kind of shimmied here. Shimmied is a technical term. And then they broke out to the upside, came back to retest this area. What else is down here? Well, I can already see when I look to the left that this area is essentially a breakout area. So there could still be some support in here, but then we have some unfinished business right down here about 14,448, and that would be the near-term target on a continued move lower in team transports. Unfinished business. It's a gap left open from a while ago all the way down here on the 14th of January, the 13th is the gap. And you can also see the case. Market runs up to this place, rejected. Runs up to this place, rejected. Runs up to this place, tries to get through, rejected. Finally runs up to this place again, busts through, leaves a gap. They're coming back to retest, a breakout area, unfinished business, 14,448 is a really, really important spot. Write it down, put it on a sticky note, and don't lose it. What about the Q people? How about riding underneath the 100 period moving average? You see this touch and go from an underside. We could simply say that this is a bearish, kind of wedgish, flaggish type of situation. As long as they stay below these moving averages, they're building energy to make another move lower. All these charts are in a slightly different position than from one another, for example. And that's why I always say we treat each chart independent of one another. You look at the weekly chart, and they just got below a couple of weeks ago the 20-period moving average. You have a convergence of moving averages all the way down here. You have a former breakout area right around 335. And on the monthly chart, you're way above all the moving averages. You were too far from what? Home base. They can come all the way back to run a test of home base anytime soon. It's certainly possible. We don't know they will or they won't. But here's what I see when I look at the monthly chart. And other charts had the same routine, but I want to use this one as the example. You have a high. Now, from a technical perspective, you just put in a lower high. That's a negative thing. A high, a lower high. What's this going to do? That's a negative thing. This takes a long time to develop. This is a monthly chart, but a lower high is a negative or bearish situation. What do we have over in the financial space? A meltdown operation in the XLF. There's some unfinished business down here just above 32. There's a gap open. What you have to consider on the weekly chart, for example, is this is a big time bearish wedgish formation and you can see what's happening here. They've broken it to the downside. And if symmetry has any way whatsoever, you're going to come and run a test of these lows around $30.50, give or take. And I'll show you the symmetry. It's pretty easy to see. You got to move down, big time, breakdown candle, a wedge up. And if you have symmetry, you'll have a move down from essentially the highs. That would do the symmetry deal. And you have another move down, 
coming to retest the former low and you can see down up down that's market symmetry it's taught in the course lazy e-mini trader we call it a lot of different things in the trading parlance but symmetry is one of the modules in the course there's a lot of different ways to run a symmetry calculation if you will this is one of them what about smash mouth rejected again at the 20 period moving average that was around today's high staying below these moving averages three of the four your 200s way down here that keeps the pressure on you break these lows and it opens the door to no man's land and into no man's land which is this is the reason it's no man's land there's a lot of space here happens to be a 200 period moving average this becomes targetish down here few fake outs along the way certainly possible basically it's all the same market they're all going to move together in large part not necessarily to the same magnitude each and every day and not necessarily always the same each and every day we treat each chart independent of one another but your larger moves everything's going to participate the S&P, the Qs, the Dow, the SMH, the financials. If everything catches a bid, everything catches a bid. If everything falls by the wayside, everything falls by the wayside. That's just the way the market works by and large. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I am David Frost my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.